is Jeans and a Nice Top, a crash course in modern dating with Ash and Mel. Hey, Ash. Hey, Mel. Hey, listeners. <laughs> Hello from lockdown in Sydney. Well, I mean, lockdown wherever you are. Is there Look a state that isn't locked down? Melbourne's Melbourne. chill. Melbourne is having a chill time right now. They are having a lovely time. And, and you know what? Ad- they deserve it. Adelaide, maybe Adelaide, also. Yes. Um, but you know who really, Melbourne really deserves. Like Victoria, you deserve, you deserve to be the ones that are like going on mini breaks and whatever and then looking in your Instagram and we're all just doing puzzles and crying. Like you deserve yeah. that. You deserve you a Kit Kat. That. You deserve mm-hmm. 50 million Kit Kats. So I'll, I'll take it. Um, I fucking hate it, Ash. <laughs> How about you? Well, I'm sort of used to it now. I mean, I am in a way better position than last time Sydney had a lockdown, which was uh, fresh out of work, lost my job, no jobs to be had, pretty depressed. So uh, this lockdown, gainfully employed, tick. So I'm sort of in a bit of a a better position, I think, just because my mental health is um, better with an income, as is everyone's, I would say. Yes. Yes, well, that's very true. I forgot about that, but you're right. You that was not a good time for you. That was no, like a shit sandwich with a shit sandwich piled on top of it. Basically, I was doing a lot of weeping on the carpet, a lot of weeping, a lot of a lot LinkedIn, of, a lot, a lot of, of Canva, incense. a lot of, <laughs> lot of, <laughs> lot of Nag Champa going on here. There was a, a lot, lot of affirmation of, cards being pulled yeah, out. <laughs> I was on my Gabby Bernstein bullshit. But in saying that, I I did have two companies I wanted to work for, and those were what I was manifesting. Now I work for one of them. Fuck yes. Manifest it. Got to manifest. I believe in manifesting. I genuinely do. I think that there's something in throwing your energy into something. I think it's like a combo of things because I think you manifest and you naturally, you know, start to work toward it and do practical things to get yourself there. But then I also think that there is something about sending an energy out and stuff. Totally. I mean, I did add everyone at the company on LinkedIn this time last year. Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, that's the practical. <laughs> some practical, but also, you know, some some burning those sage sticks. Yes. Ah, so, Mel, I thought today it would be good if we just talked a little bit about dating and COVID because yes. it's a real cock block. It's the ultimate cock. I've never ultimate. Not been a cock block as cock blocky as COVID. No way. I, I was single in lockdown last year and it was, I was single for a year, like, like single as in like not one day, just sitting. Let's all throw it back to when everyone was doing those. I mean, uh, are we still doing those Bumble video feature dates? I, I hope feel we're like not. I, I hope we're not. not. I think some people would be to, here's the thing, right? I think that. If it could be useful if you were, say, dating kind of remotely um, in the sense of like, oh, you're, you live in country Australia or something, but you like maybe a FIFO, right? FIFO, yeah. this would t- make total sense because you're like out of the, out of the city for like two weeks and then you're back. And so then maybe you want to do some video chatting because you aren't going to physically be in person for a bit. But yeah, I think there was a novelty to it. I did do a few video dates. I thought it was fun, but it was fun in the way that Zoom parties were fun, where, like, now it's the last thing I ever want to do. Um, So for me personally, I don't think I would ever do another 
Actually, <laughs> last weekend, like we went into lockdown on the Saturday. A friend of mine, she sent me a screenshot of her laptop and she was like, I'm at a Zoom party. And I was like, Christ, that was quick. Mate, a Zoom party already. I it swear. was one day. Everybody was like on the Zoom parties and the Zoom trivias that Saturday night. And I was like, it's been a hot second. It's been like an hour. It's been Lockdown a hot has been second. An hour and I mean, all on the Zoom parties. Last, last Sunday, I spent the day opening every bottle of wine because I didn't like any of them. So now Clutch has about four bottles of open <laughs> wine in his fridge. I was like, I hate it. I want to try the new one. Oh, is this one? I want to try And then went through the whole of like Disney Plus, Stan, Netflix, ABC, iView. Yeah. And I couldn't find anything I wanted to watch. So ended up renting a movie about regional Australia called of course the, you did. the Dry on Amazon Prime, which is great. And he was like, I... I am glad that we are separate for this lockdown. <laughs> well, I'm living with Tom for this lockdown, which is like an eye-opening experience in the sense that firstly he can hear everything that I'm saying right now because he's literally outside the study door, but also that I think it's so different when you're living, I inverted commas, living with someone because obviously because mm. the fact that it's temporary obviously gives it different criteria, mm. but like – it is, I get why people go on like date nights as couples when they live together because it would be so easy to just do your own thing the entire time and not have any time together because you're always together. So then it's like sometimes we're just sitting on our phones together on the couch and like not interacting at all. And I think it's just because you're there all the time. Because I've never lived with a guy. And yeah, I just, there's so many new little elements of it, but it's been fun. Uh, and so far we've only had like two fights and they've generally been around the kitchen and cooking slash cleaning. So I think we're doing pretty well. Classic couple <laughs> shit. Classic couple hey, shit. Hey, last time I spoke to you, you were telling me a story about your mate, no names mentioned, yes. who was trying to work out what the hell an intimate partner uh, is because yes. this has confused everyone and I read a great article on pedestrian about this intimate partners situation it it's it's pretty dubious yes well this was the thing so when the, this lockdown was announced I was like because I like I was single last lockdown like I said and so I was like deeply single like I, I wasn't even dating when it happened so I was like cool this changes nothing for my life and then obviously gave a few video dates ago they were shit went on a like one socially distanced date also don't oh recommend. i remember that no oh. so clinical it's the most clinical thing i've ever experienced it was like at the end we like waved at each other goodbye it was horrendous anyway um <laughs> but you know just was deeply single whereas mm. this time i was like fuck what do i do like are we allowed to see each other i don't even know i've never had to look at the rules and that was when we were kind of like, my sister was like, I'm just going to go stay with my partner. And I was like, well, I don't want to be in the house on my own. And Tom may as well just come stay here. Uh, but then obviously it would have been actually fine because we are intimate partners. So he could have just come over. But Paul went out for anybody that was in an early stages dating thing that was just starting to pick up and you're just starting to get into it, but you're not official yet because that's what happened to my friend. So he is in a not like he's been on a few dates with somebody. Um, he really likes them. 
it's mutual, it seems, but it's still in that stage where no, it's you not, can't bring it up. No one's talking us. about it. Like you just no. are going by the signals, and as we all know, signals can be wrong sometimes. So very early stages. I think they had just started sleeping together as well. So it was like deeply early, and um, and now it's like okay, cool. So for two weeks, we just won't see each other and then who knows if it's going to be longer like the cases are still in the 20s as we record this so we don't know whether this will get extended and so he was saying like god do I just say to them like do I say like do you want to be intimate partners for this lockdown and then it was sort of like this debate of like is that too intense because then you're basically a couple, right? Well, that's like, it. It's kind of like fast-tracking it. Like, to say that would be fast-tracking it to exclusive because the whole thing with intimate coupling thing would be that you wouldn't you are be exclusive. fucking anyone else. Yeah. And Truly. If you're not fucking anyone else, you're exclusive, which is basically just boyfriend and girlfriend. We're just don't, not putting a label on it. And that's really intense to do that early on. But it's also like people are taking the piss with these rules. Like, I spoke to a friend last night. I was like... What are you doing? She said, oh, I just going over to a mate's for a wine. I was like, for a wine? What yeah. are you doing? That's not okay. That's not the rules. No. She was like, it's compassionate grounds. And I was like, for you to drink a bottle of wine at a house? It is no, not. it is that not. Is, that is not it. Like, I feel <laughs> like if you want to find a loophole, you'll find a loophole. Yes. But, I mean, you're speaking to two upholders here. Oh, we are we are sticklers for the big, rules. We love them. Big upholder energy on this podcast. <laughs> like I, I ain't climbing no fence. I'm not breaking no door down. I'm just doing what Gladdy says. <laughs> Whatever you Every want, Gladys. I'm, I'm a follow it. I literally, and my parents are the same, and that's where I get it from. And I've been going to my parents place to do their food shopping for them because my dad's sort of like vulnerable person to a degree and I just don't really want him getting COVID and they live in the smack bang in the middle of the eastern suburbs so I was like "Mm, no I'll do it and and even my dad was like I don't think you're allowed to leave your like jurisdiction and come into this one and I'm like "Mm, that's not a rule (laughs) and then I was like well you're allowed hey isn't it five Ks? No, that was the Melbourne one. I don't think we have that here, but Got you. you are only meant to leave to get like your own essentials, but it then there is an extra space for like you can go and do things for vulnerable people. So I would be allowed. But it's like even the fact that we had to go that far is shows how much of a stickler for the rules we are. Like no one most people would not think twice about that, but we're like, oh God, can't possibly do it. And then I also think like with going back to the dating thing, it's so hard because if you are like looking to meet someone, it's basically just shaved like 18 months off that. Yes. Well, that's the thing is like, I feel what's so difficult is that it's been like last year was a bit of a write-off, right? Mm, Write-off last year, right? Then I feel like the period from say like, what was it? Like October till probably like, now-ish in Sydney yeah, has been pretty good. But then in saying that, there have been little blips along the way. There's been things like having to book. We've talked about this before, having to book for first dates, which was unheard of and in- extremely bum, bum. intense. So You've got intense. Melbourne that's been only, you know, in and out of lockdown. So that must be really hard. 
interstate closures. So if you've got a partner in a different state, you basically can never see them. It's definitely been a massive cock block for single or single and dating people for sure. And people in relationships too, if they're not just living together, you know, like there's been yeah, a lot totally. of and pieces that are just like, fuck. Like, Across the board, a burden upon our houses. A, bur- a burden. Um, really? But then I wonder also if there is a bit of a blessing in there, which I can't attest to because I'm lucky enough that I met Tom in January. So by this point, things are like we're just together. So it's mm. been not so difficult in terms of what are we and like what do we do? Are you my intimate partner? You know, but mm. I wonder if in a way, speeding the process up for some people just gets you to the end result quicker. Like you're going to know pretty quickly if you're not into that person, if you have to be their intimate partner and like the only person you can go see is them, you know? Totally. And that as well, I think the writing would be on the wall if they were, of course, people are still going to be hesitant to do things because they might be in a vulnerable situation or they might have vulnerable housemates or there's a whole host of reasons why someone wouldn't want to lock in for that situation. But it's pretty telling if they said no and they had no situation. Yeah. And you know what? Like I kind of feel like when I like someone, like properly like them, by date three, I reckon – I'd be happy to just be like, yeah, we could just be Hang you out. And me now. Like, yeah. like as in, obviously, naturally, I would like it to wait longer. And I don't think it's wrong to be more of a slow burn. I don't think that's necessarily means that you're not into someone. But mo- like, I think most of the time when you're with someone that you're like, yeah, this could be a real thing. By like date three, you're like, okay, I'm, I'd be kind of happy to just be with you now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> What's your take on the app? So during this time, do you think that, I mean, if you were looking to have a break from the apps, could be a good time. But again, uh, going on the apps could provide maybe a bit of pep in your step, a bit of comfort, a bit of sort of, you know, a little little zhuzh to your self-esteem. What do you reckon? Would it be a good time to take a break or keep on swiping? I reckon it's either or, but I also think that like, sometimes the swiping in lockdown is nice because when I was single in lockdown and chatting to people and stuff, it was kind of like you were really getting to know them on text, which isn't the best way necessarily, but like it was kind of fun. And I don't know, like I never met anyone that I really liked in that period, but I also think like my sister met her partner in lockdown and they basically were chatting and, like, went on a few socially distant states and then the, the restrictions eased, so they started seeing each other properly and, you know. Still in love. definitely something. Yeah, I think there's A testament. In, yeah, in, like, talking and getting to know people and the fact that you kind of don't have the energy to put into, like, 50 million dates so you do actually give something a chance. But then at the same time... I feel like for half that lockdown, I just gave up. And then that was really nice. And it was really just nice to just be me and not be searching for anyone and just be kind of walking the dog and doing puzzles. Chilling. Yeah. Which is literally what I do right now, but with Tom. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like you're 87 years I old. Know, like walking the dog, everyone, doing puzzles. Like, in lockdown, is everyone not 87 years old? Like what other are you people, doing? <laughs> uh, like 
dancing on OnlyFans. Like other people are doing you. cool things. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I, I am literally, literally like eating cheese on toast for dinner and doing my washing and just being lame. So you are a 23-year-old boy in lockdown is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm a 23-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, but one who's like, I mean, I've just let myself go lately. Like, I haven't fake tanned. I don't remember the last time I fake tanned. I was like, you need to have some self-respect, girl. You need to put on the Saint-Tropez. You look good. <laughs> I, feel like that, I feel like that too. I was like, I've just been like washing my hair, letting it dry any old way, and then just wearing it exclusively in a ponytail. And Mel has where- <laughs> very curly hair. That bitch needs management. It does. And it's just like, I could take it out right now and it would just stay in a ponytail. That is the level of giving up that's happened over here. But I feel like we've all become really wholesome. I don't know. Obviously, it's like wholesome with added additional drinking because I do feel like everyone's drinking a shit ton more. Uh, uh, yeah, but trying to drink less than last lockdown because a lot of us were using booze as a crotch. Fully, fully. Mm. I, but... I, I definitely feel like it makes me enjoy things like puzzles and murder shows and shit. And, but then that's what I mean. I feel like that translates into dating too. I feel like maybe the key is to look at it as a blessing of getting to know people more than you would necessarily when you're really busy in life is like you have the time to invest in actually sitting and having a, a long chat on the apps or whatever and like have some phone calls and – you know, whatever. I don't know about video dating, but I think phone calls is a vibe. Like, yeah, I a chat. I'm into that. I like if, like if someone's like, "Hey, can I get your number?" and you have like a late night call, I'm like, "That's kind of nice." But it's because I'm like a little bit sleepy, so it's like cozy. And then the next morning, it's like, "Ugh, <laughs> 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 oh, it's just like the equivalent of like online dating porn, like." <laughs> Like that that didn't happen. Dirty. I feel dirty. I'm like, X out, that did not happen. <laughs> you're like too like in love with them. Totally. The like you're lying down. You're like, like, no, I was just tired. You hang up. <laughs> no, you hang up. It's like literally, all right, Matt from Bumble, like, pack it up, move this show on the road. <laughs> you were a boyfriend for one hour and now it's gone. Goodbye. Um, how was it? Because you and Clatch were dating. In lockdown, mm. right? Yeah, what we was met that lo- like. Well, we met last February, so we had a few dates just before we met. We had like a handful of dates, and then uh, you and I hit the road, and we drove from Adelaide to Alice Springs and back. Great trip. Great. When trip. COVID was just starting, and by the time we got back, we were in lockdown. Mm-hmm. So we only had a handful of dates, and then. But- what did you lockdown. do then? Like, how did that go? Was it weird? Um, it was weird, but also just I think it, to the point where he's quite an open communicator and was like, I really like you. I'd like you to be my girlfriend. I see, like, a future with you as opposed to, like, dudes who don't text you for six days and, like, yeah. go MIA. And he was, like, quite open, not keen being open, but just, like, quite writings on the wall. So that made it a lot easier. Whereas I look back at the other, the refidex of guys I've dated and I'm like, wow, if I was dating any of you and lockdown happened, it would have been a schmozzle. Yeah. Like a total shit show. It's like, like potato without emotions, like just couldn't (laughs) like articulate what they were feeling and just like, (laughs) 
<laughs> had no hands or legs, just like a potato, just sitting there like blank. So you have to like roll them around, like <laughs> roll to get into any the to get any emotion out of them. So I was like, okay, at least now I'm like dating a, a man with a mouth who can speak. So yes, that that the made bar a is on the floor. The bar, yeah, the bar is said, is on the floor. It always a has man been. With a mouth that speaks. That's all we really ask for here. Truly, truly. <laughs> I mean. But that's the thing, like, with the intimate partner stuff is it's kind of like, so for you and Clatch, it was already kind of implied or, like, it already been said that you're just seeing each other. So Yeah. We didn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. But in saying that, we it was hard because, like, I'd go over to his house for dates then and it was like he was living with housemates and I was living with housemates. So it was like asking and my housemates were already mates with him so that was okay but it's like making sure that housemates were comfortable with having someone come Mm. into our space and vice versa and like being really careful with our movements in that sense so I think when you're first seeing someone and it's a lockdown it's like it's not just about you it's about who they live with if they live with their parents or you know housemates it it has to all factor into it and house dates are so uh like they're really intimate and I do feel like I often when I've like in all dating scenarios, I've ended up like at the point where we hang out in the house a lot. You quite kind of early on because it's really expensive and exhausting dating and having a job, I find. So you do kind of like get to the point where it's like, can we just cook dinner and like lie around and watch TV earlier? But at the same time, if that's all you can do, there's a very different energy to this is all we can do versus we choose to do this. And I think that in an early dating stages thing, like even now, like Tom and I feel it and we're like, oh, like, again, we're on the couch watching TV. But we do that a lot. But it's like this is all we're allowed to do. And then that takes the kind of nice funness. Like, I mean, it's still nice. Like, I'm not shitting on it. But it's like it takes that choice away from it. And therefore, it's not as sweet maybe it's just kind of oh we're just doing this like we're just yeah like <laughs> we're forced to by the yeah, government the option yeah so it's kind of not as cute and i don't know how to explain it but i think everyone would understand what i mean it's like you're active you're not actively choosing to sit on the couch and watch tv or sit on the couch and like do a puzzle or like you know sit and cook dinner you have to do that because you can't not do that um but I was going to say as well, the I think, like, going back to potato guys that you have to roll around to get them to do anything, it's so fucked that the intimate partner thing, like, I can just imagine how many scenarios are happening where people are like, yeah, okay, um, I he hasn't really said, like, what we are or if I'm his intimate Aww. partner, but, like, I just assume that maybe because he sent this text, do not do that. Stop it. No. Stop it, Stop no. it now. That dude is doing that to, like, five different chicks. And never 100%. forget, I've gotten to the stage of meeting the parents and we were still <laughs> not intimate partners. Like, nothing is a sure thing. Dead. A goddamn ring on your finger ain't a sure thing. You can never be sure. The, the only thing, you need the mouth. words. Like, get actions, that potato to speak. Get that potato to speak. Like, <laughs> Mr. Potato Head, put the, clip the little mouth on and clip, clip the, the big ears mouth. on because yeah. everyone needs their big boy and their big girl listening ears on because some people, you're talking at them and they're not listening or they're not comprehending what you're saying. It's almost vibes of STIs, hey, in that sense of imagine if you were seeing somebody 
and then you just assumed that you were only seeing each other in lockdown. And then they're like, I've, they're like, oh, I just got contacted and I've got COVID from this other girl that I'm seeing or something, Ooh. you know? Like, we were talking a about COVID that. Spread just like, from hookups. <laughs> how many people would have been caught cheating over this time through contact tracing where it's like, um, you, yeah. why were you here? You were not yes. there. Like, you said you were at a business meeting, but you was at dinner. Who is? Mm. We. The plot oh. thickens. <laughs> I do feel like this is a great time to just get rid of shit people in your life. Like, just, well, don't just fade, fade, fade them out. They'll be gone. Like, after you don't see someone for a while. Bye. Yeah. And well, and it's also a very telling sign, isn't it? Because if you were seeing somebody and this period kills it, aside from the instances where it was very early days, because I do think that's quite upsetting and very much within the COVID cock block thing. But it's like, if you were seeing someone for like six months, you're like, oh, and are they on they sent me this text and this one time they smiled when I said the word marriage and that means that we're gonna get married you know all that shit that we do and we all do it we're not judging you I've been there many times as Ash can attest (laughs) you know if that person if you just don't see them after COVID it's not COVID's fault that is literally a blessing you never Mm. had anything with them like if if you can't get through a lockdown with someone that you've been seeing for months that is a sign that that was not happening anyway and it was going to end at some point and you may as well have it end earlier than later so yeah totally just like take time to lick your wounds and then get back out there is that yeah. the saying? Lick your wounds? That is terrible. Lick your wounds, yeah. It's okay. almost like an animal and they lick their wound to heal it. Oh, Roger. Okay, cute. sweet. It's a you cute know me. thing. Oh, it's a cute thing. <laughs> It's a cute Me. thing. My mind went to like medieval times. I'm like, ugh. Okay. <laughs> um, the only other thing I was going to talk about with COVID yes, please. was in terms of, it's not really cock blocking, but I think it's also one that I've heard a lot of is every time these lockdowns happen and then relationships like disintegrate because couples that were living together or who were together but just like weren't really seeing each other much maybe, or something, or just very distracted by life, suddenly are, like, thrust into just a situation where it's only them and, like, mm. come to this kind of reckoning of, like, well, fuck, I think we've actually gone different directions and we didn't realise it. I heard so many of those stories. I feel like it can either strengthen your relationship or it's going to, like, disintegrate it, but only if it weren't – I think only if it wasn't healthy to begin with like and you just hadn't realized it for whatever reason and usually it's because we're avoiding it yeah if it was on shaky ground it might yeah. COVID sure gonna make it a bit shakier yeah and it was just this whole thing of like you know like i was saying like the biggest realization i've had just from this week of living with tom is that it's so easy to just pass like ships in the night and particularly if it's easy to do that when you literally have nothing to do in the evenings it would be even easier if you could go out or if you're working late at the office or whatever and to just, sh- yeah, like be ships in the night and never actually, like for months you could easily just not interact like as a couple in any intimate fashion and then not realise or just kind of be pushing to the side any kind of thought of, because, you know, like if you're living with somebody, it's like difficult to break up and like it's a whole thing. I think we were talking about this, weren't we? Like how it's yeah. like a whole thing. It's like so much admin. 
Oh, there's so much admin in breaking up with someone if you live together. I mean, there's a, there's emotional admin in every breakup, whether you've been on three dates or you've been together three years, but the living together stuff, whew, yeah. it really adds an extra layer. But I, I, we were talking about this, not on this podcast, so perhaps offline, but I'm just saying about when you do break up and you live together oftentimes there's like a delayed sadness because you're busy doing all the admin of moving out. Yeah. And then afterwards when sort of the pennies drop, that's when you're sad. Whereas usually like when you break up with someone, if you weren't living together, there's no admin to distract you. So you're just sad immediately and you're just like, oh, what? And you're usually sad because there goes a future that you in your mind had planned, which you're mourning. I think we were talking about it on this and I think we're talking about it in the like there's no time limit on a breakup grieving ah yes 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 my bad listeners mel and i talk (laughs) who knows what we say offline we we talk a lot of shit outside this podcast so sometimes i forget (laughs) what gifts and joy we have presented you with and what we've kept private which is not much but Um, also i was going to say if you guys have some covid stories Put them in the group. We want to hear them. Yes, please do. If you need we'll, advice on your COVID situations, we can help with that. In the totally. Group. If you are on the nice edge of texting an ex, a stinky oh, one. Don't do that. Don't do that. Message us instead. We're on Instagram, jeans in a nice top. We're on Facebook under the same name. Come message us instead. Yes. Please do. We're very bored, as you can tell. <laughs> Completely. We're going to have a guest for you guys next week, TBC. It will be a hot one, but yes, we're, we're yet to record that. We're a little bit behind on schedule. We're sorry for missing last week. The whole lockdown threw us both into a bit of a tailspin. It did, um, but we are back on board. Weekly episodes, great stuff. Every Friday. To talk about. Absolutely. (laughs) Truly, especially with us. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.